Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living, a program designed to educate and inspire listeners throughout Indian country. American Indian and Alaska Native Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he is here today to help you learn more about your health. Here is Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we're speaking about a topic that has really been, well, kind of pushed off to the sidelines in some discussions, but actually front and center in others. You say, how can that be? Well, it's simply this. We're talking today about diabetes and high blood pressure. And although these were really among the leading public health dialogues just a few years ago, it seems that for many people, the COVID-19 pandemic has pushed out of their mind some of these important concerns. Well, if you're a regular listener of this broadcast, or if you've just been reading medical research literature or lay press that's really doing justice to the whole discussion about the immune system, you'll realize that some of the leading risk factors for severe COVID-19 infection have been high blood pressure, diabetes, and other cardiovascular risk factors. What does that have to do with today's broadcast? Well, I've got to bring you back in time. Many of you may realize that Back several years ago, I had the privilege of co-authoring a book called 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. And although that book is still one of the best-selling blood pressure books in the English language, I found something interesting as I was rubbing shoulders with my friends in Indian country. And that is this. Native Americans, like every other demographic today, many of the folks that I'm trying to, to reach, trying to help, well, just simply tell me, you know, I'm not a reader. And so, as I've been working in Indian country over the last several decades and seeing the ravages that diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure are exacting on Native peoples, I said, I've got to come out with something that can reach people in Indian country and beyond who are not readers. It's one thing to have a book out there, but what can we put out there, a free resource that people can use to really get their blood pressure and their diabetes under control. So back in 2018, I released a series of videos, 30 roughly five-minute videos, put them out for free on YouTube, and I called it 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. So far, well, better than 3,500 people have uh, started on that journey. That's not a huge number, but I know individuals in Indian country using it in some tribal settings, other folks just not aware of it. And I want to encourage you through today's show to really, again, focus on chronic diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure. What we're going to do in today's program is I'm actually going to share with you audio footage from a number of those presentations. If you've already gone through the whole series I would say stay by because it's going to reinforce some of those important messages. We'll start out by talking about the importance of measuring things. If you're not measuring your blood sugars or your blood pressure, you really don't know where you stand. We'll tap into that first. And then we'll jump into a number of the topics. The way the program is designed, it's designed watch one video a day for 30 days. Like I said, 
just involves about five minutes of your time. But the time commitment is a little bit bigger than that because in each of those daily videos, I'm going to challenge you with something. Now you'll see in the day one video that I'm going to begin this radio show with, you'll notice the only challenge really is just to be bold, to be willing to embrace some things that you're not comfortable with. But as we launch into the program, we'll go right to day two. We'll present day one and day two in this segment. And then in subsequent segments on this show, I'll be sharing selections from other days of the 30-day program. I really encourage you to engage with it. You can find this resource either by going to my YouTube channel, which is Compass Health Consulting. Just go to Compass Health Consulting on YouTube and look for the playlist, 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. Or another easy way to find it, just go on my website, which is compasshealth.net, compasshealth.net, go to our resource section and go to help for high blood pressure. You'll see a picture of our book and then just below it, links to the free YouTube videos. Whatever way you do it, take advantage of this for yourself and for those that you care about. I'm Dr. DeRose. I really encourage you to stay by for this radio show and take advantage of the free videos. Here we go with day one of 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. Hello. Day number one, it's here. I'm Dr. David DeRose. I promised you this journey and we're ready to start together. 30 Days to Naturally Control Your Diabetes and Your Blood Pressure. So you say, where do we start? I thought the most important point to, to start would be right here. Let me tell you a story, and then you'll get my uh, idea why I'm talking to you about being bold. Years ago, I had a real problem with sweets. Ice cream, chocolate, candy. I mean, ice cream was one of my favorite foods. Now, now in this program, I'm not saying you can't ever eat ice cream. Don't Don't misunderstand me. But for me, I just realized it was a huge problem. Uh, I couldn't go to bed at night without eating some kind of dessert. Okay, you, you got the picture? So the point came where I said, this is just too much. And I said, I have got to make a clean break with those dessert foods. No more. Zero. May sound extreme, but let me tell you what happened. After I made that break, I can't tell you when it happened, but I just lost my desire for those things. I was in a social setting. Some years later, someone gave me some ice cream. I felt obligated to eat some of it, and it tasted disgusting. Now, I tell you that story, again, not because I'm trying to tell you specifically what you've got to change over the next 30 days. But the message I'm trying to give you today is I want you to be bold. Now, this is perhaps the easiest assignment that I'm going to give you because I'm not telling you anything specific to do. Every other day over the next month, I'm going to tell you something specific. But right now, when I give you that challenge, tomorrow, for example, I don't want you to say, well, you know, uh, instead of uh, using 25 teaspoons of uh, salt a day, I'm going to use 24 and a half. <laughs> you get my point? Okay, here's where I'm coming from, too. Some of you, uh, if you know some of the work I've done, you may have seen this DVD series, Changing Bad Habits for Good. Uh, one of my most popular series as I, I speak on the road. It's really all about this. 
you don't have to watch the video series. Here's the five-minute soundbite, if you will. There's power in making clean breaks with the things that are undermining your health. If you've got a problem with alcohol, problem with tobacco, where's the success? Well, you say it's an addiction. you got to make a clean break. But what about some of those other food choices, lifestyle choices? All I'm asking you to do as we go through this 30-day program is be bold. Be willing to make big steps, make big changes. Now, I know that may sound like a simple message, but it's powerful if you put it into practice. Now, don't forget, subscribe to this series, and don't forget one other thing. In all my books and all my resources, I'm given this message. I'm going to give it to you on this first day. If you've got diabetes or high blood pressure, no matter how bold you're going to be, you've got to include your health professional in the dialogue. That's right. Let your doctor know you're making some big changes. Let your uh, your healthcare provider know you're going to be changing some things. And keep an eye on things. We'll get to that in tomorrow's presentation. For today, be bold. Let your provider know. We're packaging it all into just a few minutes so you can get a quick take and make a difference in your life. We'll be back with more tomorrow. I'm Dr. DeRose. We're going to move right from that first daily video to the second daily video. We're going to put that up right now as we talk about the importance that I alluded to earlier of actually taking measurements. Hi, I'm glad you could join me for day two of 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. Glad you're on the journey. 30 days, simple things that we can do that can make a difference in blood sugar and blood pressure. So let me start with a story today, because as I was thinking about this, this is really a, a story that drives this point home. Some years ago, I was working at a residential lifestyle center. And uh, if you know my work, I do a lot of work with Native Americans and had a couple of Native American women that came to our center. They, they traveled many hundred miles to actually get their blood sugar under better control. One of the first things that we shared with them was the need to check their blood sugar frequently. Now, if you have diabetes, uh, that may not sound like the greatest message. I haven't had a patient yet that I can remember that said they liked pricking their finger. You know what I mean? So anyway, these ladies weren't particularly excited about it, but they started checking their blood sugar before each meal and then two hours after. They made great progress during the time they were with us, but I heard back from one of their relatives. They said they got off their blood sugar medications, their blood sugar was under control, they never had to go back on those diabetes drugs. And one of the things that they attributed their success to was that frequent measurement, so they could really see what's happening and adjust their lifestyle. So today's message is to measure, measure, measure. I want you to measure something over the next 30 days. So you get to pick out what you're going to measure. And I've got a helpful chart with uh, some things that you might want to measure. You don't have to measure something every day like those ladies did. But if you've got diabetes, the most powerful thing to do is to check your blood sugar before and then two hours after each meal and start connecting the dots. If you've got high blood pressure, 
the best thing you can do is check your blood pressure a minimum of once a day. I recommend three times a day. That's right. If if you've uh, read our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, just grabbing a copy here, um, that's what we tell people to do. And the reason why is um, if you're not doing that and keeping tabs on your blood pressure and letting your doctor know, it's very likely that your blood pressure will get too low with the powerful principles that we'll be talking about over the next 30 days or what we've got left, 28 days. So measure, measure, measure. Blood sugar, blood pressure. Now, I know some of you are probably along for the ride. Maybe your husband, your wife, close friend, significant other, whatever, is, is on this journey with you, and you're doing it too. You say, what do I measure? If you go to our resources, go under the, the, the links that we've got associated with this uh, this YouTube video, and what you're going to find is we've got some helpful tables. We've got a table of different things that you could measure once a week or at least at the beginning and the ending of the program, some blood tests, maybe your weight. Uh, by the way, with weight, we don't recommend you weigh every day, but once a week. You can chart those things. So that's the challenge for today is pick something that you're going to measure. Measure your weight once a week. You're going to measure your blood sugar frequently, several times throughout the day, or your blood pressure, or you're going to get your blood cholesterol checked uh, as you're getting things started and repeat it at the end of the 30 days because I believe you're going to see some real powerful changes. The reason I say that is that's what I see in my patients. When they make big lifestyle changes like we're talking about, when they're bold with their decisions, remember day one, and they measure stuff, huge results. Now, I know first two days may sound kind of underwhelming. You say, what kind of program is this? You're saying be bold, measure stuff. You haven't really told us anything to do. We're getting there tomorrow. Okay, you game? I'm Dr. DeRose. Come back. We'll tell you more things you can do, practical things, starting tomorrow, some real challenges. Don't miss it. Hopefully you're enjoying this exposure to my program, 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control, absolutely free on YouTube. Simply go to my YouTube channel, Compass Health Consulting, and look for 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. But we've got a lot more important things coming up in this program. Even if you never watch the video series, I want to share some of that in our subsequent segments. We will play them without a lot of introduction, but for right now, we've got to step away just for a couple of minutes. Don't go away. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please reach out to us on the web at A-I-A-N-L dot O-R-G. That stands for American Indian Alaska Native Living. Again, A-I-A-N-L dot org. Or you can call us at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. The following is a public service announcement for victims of child abuse. For 13 and one half years, I was the victim of severe child abuse. I was being beaten, cursed, and deprived of any kind of love and care. It was a big secret. Children are born to be loved not to be abused. If you've experienced child abuse, find someone to talk to, someone you can trust and share your hurt and disappointments. Go to overcomingabuse.org. 
That's overcomingabuse.org. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You are back with Dr. David DeRose as we continue a special program trying to give you more tools to help you with your blood pressure and your diabetes. If those are not issues for you, I can guarantee you that unless you're living in a cave somewhere, there's plenty of people around you who could benefit from this material. So what we're trying to do in this show is really expose you to a free 30-day program. If you've been with us from the top of the hour, that's not news to you. But if you're just joining us right now, I'm sharing material from a series that I put out, a free YouTube video series released in 2018 called 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. What we're going to do in the rest of today's radio broadcast is share with you more footage from that program. I'm not going to narrate it and say, oh, this is from day 15 and this is from day 19, but I want to give you a lot more practical information, even if you never watch one of the videos. These are things that can help you and those that you love if you've got concerns with your blood pressure, your diabetes. Hey, even if you don't have problems today, most of us are at risk for problems with either blood pressure or blood sugar down the road. So let's tune in some more audio footage from my video series, 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. Hello, it's day three. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We're on a journey together, and I'm glad you're with me because today our topic is move more. I learned something a long, long time ago, and that is if you're not used to a regular exercise program, it can be tough getting started. I remember years ago I was living in the state, uh, sometimes I say tongue-in-cheek, the mild state of Minnesota, and was getting started on an outdoor exercise program. 
Well, when winter rolls around in Minnesota, I've lived in a lot of places, but I don't know any place in the lower 48 states colder than the northern plains. I can remember it being 50 below. Uh, that's without the wind chill in Minnesota. A- anyway, so I'm getting on a regular exercise program and all these obstacles come up. So winter comes along or I get really busy. And if you're like me and you're getting started on an exercise program, what do you do? Well, you skip a day or skip a few days. It took me several years to realize that the time I most needed to exercise was when it was the most difficult, when I didn't think I had the time. Here's the message I'm trying to give you on day three. I want to challenge you to move more. And what that means really practically is if you're not on a regular exercise program, I want to challenge you to every day do something. That's right, every day. Now, some people say, but, hey, wait, um, I, I'm doing three days a week. I found in working with patients, for most people, three days a week just doesn't cut it. They never develop a habit of daily exercise. So here's what I'm suggesting. Do something every day. You say, well, I play tennis for 45 minutes, three days a week. I can't do that every week, every day of the week. I'm not telling you to play tennis every day of the week. Do something every day. And some people say, well, what does that mean? Something. Do you know in the medical research literature, as little as five or six minutes of exercise can have measurable benefits? Measurable benefits. Even a five-minute walk once a day can help you. So what do you think? Can you move more? Can you make a commitment to doing something every day? And you say, well, I'm already doing daily exercise. Is that good enough? Well, I'm trying to challenge you with doing something more. So I'm going to say ramp it up or do something really amazing when it comes to blood sugar. Some years ago, I was walking with a patient after a meal, and I was teaching him to, as he put it, how to stroll. Because vigorous exercise right after a meal, especially if you have diabetes, is not necessarily a good thing. But moderate exercise right after a meal can help normalize your blood sugars. So if you have diabetes, and even if you're regularly exercising, try adding five minutes of exercise, ten minutes of exercise, right after your meals or after one of your meals and see what it does to your blood sugar. How are you going to know if it makes a difference with your blood sugar? What are you doing as a result of day two? You're measuring, measuring, measuring. So measure that blood sugars throughout the day. See what happens when you add a little bit of exercise after the meal, and you'll be surprised. Some of you are still maybe not buying into the whole daily exercise thing. Okay, I'm going to cut you a little bit of slack. If you want to take one day off, I'll go along with that. But as far as this program, a minimum of six days a week, something that you label as exercise, and you are going to see that it can help you with your blood sugar, your blood pressure, and can help you with things like your waistline and other things. Five minutes a day? No, I'm not saying that's sufficient, but I'm trying to help you in these 30 days develop habits that you can carry with you for the rest of your life. Okay? The deal is only 30 days. That's the challenge. But um, try the exercise out. I think you're going you're gonna to like it. You don't have to overdo it. Day three's challenge, 
move more. We've got more coming up from day to day as we walk through 30 days to natural diabetes and high blood pressure control. I'm Dr. DeRose. we got more coming up tomorrow. Welcome back to day five of 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today our title is Connect. A friend recently drew my attention to a YouTube video. A YouTuber had done an interesting experiment on himself. It was part of what's called the Loneliness Project. I'll try to include a, a link with this video. In that video, this gentleman decided he was going to ensure that he had no connections with anyone for a week. That means no cell phone, no telephone, no television. He wasn't going to see anyone. He wasn't going to communicate with anyone. He was just going to stay in his apartment for a full week. As you watch his video log, you find that he's getting more and more stressed. He's getting more and more frustrated that he's all alone. He's getting kind of stir-crazy. This is just one example of how important it is for us to be connected with other people. In our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, we actually looked in detail, spent a whole chapter speaking about social connectedness. One of the studies we cited there was from Switzerland. Swiss researchers there compared people who had high blood pressure to those with normal blood pressure. They found something very interesting. They found those who were hypertensive, those who had higher blood pressures, actually tended to be less socially connected than those who had lower blood pressures. Researchers of this study and others have looked at why social support is so powerful. And what they found is that social support actually helps to buffer stress hormones. It helps us to calm down. It helps us to diffuse the things that tend to wind us up. As a result, if you want to have the best likelihood of having good blood sugar and good blood pressure, you've got to connect with other people. So here's my specific challenge for you. It's do something specific every day that ties in with this program and connects you with other people. Let me give you some practical examples. Maybe you're going to get on the phone, you're going to call someone, you're going to say, you've got to watch this video series with me. Why don't you join right now and start watching these YouTube videos with Dr. DeRose? That might be one thing you could do. Another thing you could do is maybe share some food. You've learned a new recipe. You caught the message to be big on beans, and you just cooked a big pot of beans. And you're going to take a couple of bowls of that bean soup, and you're going to bring it over to your elderly next-door neighbor. You're connecting with other people, and it's using something that you're learning about in this program. Maybe you're having trouble moving more. Remember, that was one of our challenges. You want to move more. You want to every day do some exercise. Well, you're going to uh, call one of your friends. Say, why don't we exercise together? Maybe not every day, 
but one day a week, maybe two days a week, you're going to exercise with that friend. So what I want you to do is something to connect with other people. You say, well, that all sounds pretty difficult. How about just sending an email, inviting someone to watch this series? Well, that's a form of connection. We'll, we'll let you do that. But I, I do want to challenge you as much as possible to have face-to-face connections. Maybe at work, you're going to tell people about this series and what you're doing differently. You got the idea? Every day from now on out, your challenge is to connect. And if you do, I believe it's going to increase the likelihood that you'll have better blood sugar and better blood pressure at the end of 30 days. I'm Dr. DeRose. We'll be back with more tomorrow. We do have to step away, but we are going to come right back after some important announcements. We'll be coming back sharing some more insights that I first put out in a series called 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We'll be back with more right after this. American Indian and Alaska Native Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please contact us on the web at AIANL.org or call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. The following is a public service announcement for victims of child abuse. The most negative thinking in my childhood was the things said to me. I felt like I was a bag of garbage waiting to go to the dump. Please, moms and dads, put a watch on your mouth as you relate to your children. If you've experienced child abuse, find someone to talk to, someone you can trust and share your hurt and disappointments. Go to overcomingabuse.org. That's overcomingabuse.org. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Dr. Nia Heard-Garris with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Every year, hundreds of teens drown. If your teen hasn't learned to swim yet, it's never too late. Even if your teen is a strong swimmer, make sure to supervise kids of any age. No one should swim alone. Teach them to enter the water feet first, wear life jackets on a boat, and never use alcohol or drugs on the water. Drowning is preventable. For more, visit HealthyChildren.org. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. 
That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Dr. David DeRose back with you for the second half of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. I'll tell you, it is challenging out there as a physician. It is surprising to me how many people still are struggling with high blood pressure and diabetes despite all the resources we have out there. I right now am working, doing part-time telemedicine work, exclusively working with patients over the phone, and I'm finding just what my peers are finding, and that is many people have been avoiding doctors and doctor's offices because of COVID-19. More of them are starting to venture out, and as I'm dealing with folks over the phone, I'm sometimes shocked by how poorly controlled their blood pressure and their blood sugar is. Simple information, simple education can make a huge difference. That's what I'm sharing in today's radio broadcast. I'm drawing from a free YouTube video series called 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. You can get it all. You can go through the whole series, five minutes a day, roughly 30 days, transform your life. But you can make some huge changes just by putting into practice things that we're sharing on today's show. Drawing from some more of those videos right now as we continue our radio broadcast. Hi, Dr. David DeRose here. It's good to have you with me again for day eight of 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. Today's challenge, seek low-sodium options. I still remember it. Sitting there at the dinner table in the DeRose household, there was a family member who sometimes would come by and visit, and it would bother my parents. It seemed like it was bothering them because they'd often comment about his behavior. One of his habits was before he even took a bite. He'd grab that salt shaker and start dumping it on the food. He hadn't even tasted it. Are you a compulsive salter of your food? Well, most people today have have heard some of the information about sodium and they're not using the salt shaker all that much. But we've still got a huge problem in our country. And if you've got high blood pressure or diabetes, part of your problems may go no further I don't want to say then the salt shaker, but then the salt. The reason I don't want to single out the salt shaker is most of us are really not getting all that much salt at the table, but we're getting lots of salt in processed foods and in restaurant foods. And it's driving our blood pressure and it's increasing our risk of diabetic complications. True story. I was speaking uh, at a venue and someone came up to me. They said, Dr. DeRose, we've read your book. We've read 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. And this particular individual told me, he said, I have dropped my blood pressure. And and as I recall, the figure was something like 50 points. He was off his blood pressure medications. And I said, well, what in the book caused a change in your lifestyle? He said one of the things was the material about sodium. He said he'd been eating out a lot and he stopped that frequent restaurant food fair. And that, along with exercise, were the two keys that really brought his blood pressure down. You say, what about diabetes? If you have diabetes, having higher blood pressure than you need is increasing your risk of diabetic complications. So it really behooves all of us to look seriously at our sodium consumption. Now, remember, in this series, I'm not 
playing doctor for you, okay? I'm not, by way of this video, taking charge of your medical care. And definitely, if you have any questions about the safety of sodium restriction, then you talk with your provider. If you're on a diuretic, if you're taking a water pill, you do need to be careful that you don't cut back your salt too much. That means if you're taking furosemide or Lasix, if you're taking hydrochlorothiazide, uh, if you're taking chlorthalidone, these are some common diuretics. You want to talk with your doctor, your healthcare provider, before you just get so excited about choosing low-sodium options. But let me come back to the big picture, because my challenge is for you to look at ways to decrease your sodium unless there's a reason why you shouldn't from a medical standpoint. Here's where I'm going with all this. I'm looking at chapter 5 in our book. It's page 106 if you've got the book. We've got a graphic there from the New England Journal of Medicine, one of the most prestigious medical journals in the world. They looked at what would happen if the average American just decreased his or her salt consumption by about 30%. So the average American today, uh, taking in about a teaspoon and a half of, of salt, if they were to cut that back to a teaspoon, what would happen? I'm looking at the graphic. Coronary heart disease deaths, based on this advanced statistical modeling, they would drop from somewhere around 180,000 a year in the U.S. down to somewhere around 120,000. We're talking about 60,000 lives saved just by cutting back a little bit on the salt. Then you look at stroke. Amazing. About 100,000 deaths per year, cutting that down to somewhere around 60,000 deaths per year. About 40,000 lives saved by simply cutting down on sodium. How do you do it? You simply choose lower sodium foods. That's my challenge today. And let me give you a practical pointer. We talk about this in the book. I'll just give it to you. Very simple. You look at the calories in the food item and you look at the milligrams of sodium. So if there's 200 calories per serving, you look then and compare the milligrams of sodium in that serving with the number of calories. If the milligrams of sodium are less than the number of calories, that is a relatively low sodium choice. So again, 200 calorie food option, if it's got 120 milligrams of sodium in it, that's a relatively low sodium choice. If it's 150 calories in a serving and it's got 300 milligrams of sodium, that's about twice as many milligrams of sodium per calorie, that would be, of course, a higher sodium option. So eat less in restaurants, or if you eat in restaurants, get their ingredient lists and choose low-sodium options. Watch those processed foods, watch things in boxes and crinkly bags, and you are on your way to better blood pressure and better diabetes, at least decreasing your risk of complications by following the simple principle. That's day eight. We'll be back with more tomorrow. Good to have you back. I'm Dr. David DeRose. It's day 10 now in our journey, 30 days to natural diabetes and high blood pressure control. Focus on fats. That's our topic for today. I'll tell you, there's, there's so much, you know, so much out there where people are talking about fats. Let me start with a story. It, well, it's just a hypothetical one, but I know many of you have been catching the vision from this program. Every day you're listening to me give you a challenge. And perhaps uh, you've been very serious about those challenges. I hope you have, because that's the way you're going to see benefit. Well, challenge, remember, early last week, measure, measure, measure. Let's say you're one of those individuals with diabetes. You're now checking your blood sugar before the meal and then two hours after. 
you made a discovery that first week. You said, this is amazing. I can eat a meal of bacon and butter and it doesn't affect my blood sugar. Now, I don't know who would want to eat a bunch of bacon and put butter on it, but let's just say that's what you discovered. You say, Dr. DeRose, I'm so thankful for the 30-day program because now I can eat my favorite food, bacon with butter. And uh, is it true that checking your blood sugar after such a meal is likely to uh, result in uh, maybe a yawn, that nothing really changed at all? It's very interesting. If you eat a meal with no carbohydrates like bacon and butter, it is very likely your blood sugar will stay stable, but that does not mean it's a good meal for your diabetes or for your high blood pressure. Here's why. The butter and the bacon are loaded with saturated fats. And when we talk today about focusing on fats, here's what my challenge is. I want you to focus on fats for two reasons. One is I want you to try to avoid those saturated fats. You say, well, why? You just gave an example of, of eating lots of saturated fat and your blood sugar not changing. Here's the deal. We're concerned about your blood sugar over time. Saturated fat is fat that tends to be solid at room temperature. Now, now think about this for a minute. If the fat is solid at room temperature, like butter or bacon, might it not also be solid in your body? Now, you might say that's a strange question. Here's why I'm saying this. The fats that you eat become the fats that make up your cell membranes. And if those cell membranes are more rigid because you're eating saturated fat, those cell membranes become less sensitive to insulin. And the root cause of type 2 diabetes is, guess what? Lack of insulin sensitivity. We sometimes simply call it insulin resistance. So here's the deal. If you want to have better blood sugar over time, you've got to eat less saturated fat. So my first challenge for today is try to avoid the saturated fat. Avoid the bacon, avoid the butter, avoid the ice creams, avoid the red meat. You following along with me? Avoid the cheese. But there's a second part of the message. Just like saturated fat is bad for your cell membranes, relatively bad if you want to use that terminology, relatively good are the plant fats that are polyunsaturated or monounsaturated. They make for more flexible cell membranes. They help insulin to work better. Now, by the way, if you're not connecting the dots, and uh, if you're not connecting them, it's because I haven't given you all the uh, data points. But not only is insulin resistance bad for your blood sugar, it's also bad for your blood pressure. So if you eat more plant fats, if you choose more walnuts and chia seeds and flax seeds, which, by the way, are all rich in omega-3 fats. That's right, omega-3 fats are not uh, found in nature primarily in fish, fish only concentrate some of this class of fats that is made exclusively by plants. Did you catch that? Omega-3 fats are made by plants, not by fish. So there are some fish that are good omega-3 sources, but, but let's face it, and we point this out in many places. Uh, we talk about it in our, in our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, and, and other places. Listen, there's simply not enough fish on the planet for every human being to get the omega-3 fat that he or she needs by eating fish. You need to eat plant sources of omega-3 fat if, if we want to be on a sustainable program for a, a human race. So, eat more of those plant omega-3 fats and other polyunsaturated fats that you load up on when you eat good, wholesome plant foods, nuts and seeds, things of that nature. Your challenge? Focus on fats. 
Avoid the saturated fats. Choose the plant fats. Let me give you one other aspect to it. Some of you uh, may have heard my series, Listening to the Buffalo. Um, it's one of those DVDs that I've got here on the shelf. And uh, this is a DVD based on my work with Native Americans. I've had the privilege, many of you know, to host a weekly radio show called American Indian Living for the last some 15 years. And uh, in my work with Native Americans, I've really appreciated some of their cultural values. What I find fascinating about First Nation peoples here on this continent is they never use free fat. By that, I mean they never fried their foods. They never added fat to their foods. So before Europeans came to this continent, Native Americans were on a relatively low-fat diet. I'm encouraging you to do the same. Not only choose the good fats, avoid the bad fats, but don't try to add more fats to your program, okay? So less fat is generally better for these conditions, diabetes and high blood pressure. And with that, you've got the encouragement for day 10. We have to step away just one more time. We're going to be coming back in the final segment with... I think some really exciting material, including day number 30. We'll actually wind up with day number 30. We're speaking about an analogy with a marathon. No, in order to improve your blood sugar and your blood pressure control, you don't have to run a marathon. But you don't want to miss that segment and other material that can really help you with your blood pressure and your blood sugar. Stay tuned. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. The following is a public service announcement for victims of child abuse. If child abuse victims don't get counseling or help, they so often become abusers themselves. The victim doesn't make the decisions... They just take the orders. I got help, and so can you. If you've experienced child abuse, find someone to talk to, someone you can trust and share your hurt and disappointments. Go to overcomingabuse.org. That's overcomingabuse.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. If you own firearms, it's your responsibility to make sure they're always stored safely. Hiding them in a closet or drawer is not enough. Kids know where they are. Research shows the risk of injury and death is lower if guns are stored unloaded and locked up with the ammunition locked in a separate place. This is important when children are young as well as when they grow into teenagers. For more, talk with your pediatrician or visit HealthyChildren.org. So I wanted to talk with you and your mom today, Lily, because some people at school have noticed changes going on with you, and we're concerned. Like what? Who? Some of your friends, teachers, it sounds like you've lost interest in a lot of things lately. You're hanging with new friends? So? So, individually, maybe those things are no big deal. But taken together, and then the incident the other day, you were with Derek when he was caught selling marijuana. Yeah, he was selling it. Honey, we know. But we care about you and, and want to know what's going on. That's right. We just want to understand better and see how we might help. And if weed is a part of it, we just want to make sure you understand the negative consequences for someone your age. The physical and mental health effects, the poor decision-making, and the confusing legal aspects these days. So what do you say? Can we talk? 
For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You are back with the final segment of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. I am Dr. David DeRose. More cutting-edge insights that can help you with your blood pressure and your blood sugar. Listen to some more audio footage from my video series, 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. Hey, great to have you back with us. Day 15, 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Coaching you through this 30-day program, and today we're speaking about Trim Down. Now, of course, this is a message, especially for those of you that have a few pounds to lose, or maybe more than a few. And really, I'm trying to be sensitive about this. This is not a weight-shaming lecture. It's something that really is so critical because I have so many patients over the years that have been just trying to get the upper hand on their weight. Let me tell you about a guy. I'll call him Jack. Jack uh, had been coming to my practice for a while, and he showed up one day, and I looked at him. And he was a big guy, but I said, I mean, I said to myself, I mean, he's lost weight. I said, Jack, what have you been doing? He said, Dr. DeRose, I've done one thing. I've changed one thing. What is it? I've left out the soft drinks. Jack had lost some 50 pounds just leaving off soft drinks. Now, it's not always that simple, but this illustrates one of the things we've been talking about in this series, and that is the power of clean breaks. Sometimes cutting back on things is just a prescription for feeling deprived and not really making the improvement that you want to make. Here's my challenge for today. If you're carrying some extra weight, I want you to do something specific for the next two weeks, the rest of the program, that is calculated, that is designed to help you lose some of those pounds. Now you say, well, I've been trying to lose weight. I mean, what can I do? I'm I'm reaching down to a copy of my book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. Both Dr. Steinke and Trudy Lee, nurse practitioner who wrote this book with me, I mean, we all deal with patients and, and we see challenges and we wanted to put together some really simple but focused things that help with weight loss. I'm in chapter five of the book, it's figure 5.9, seven weight loss keys. Number five in those seven is making clean breaks with problem foods. Just like any addiction, sometimes you've got to make a clean break. But here's some other pointers. How about this one? Pointer number one, focus on habits, not short-term diets. Now, now you may say, well, wait a minute. I thought we're in this for 30 days. We've only got a couple of weeks left. This sounds pretty short-term to me. Granted, I'm just challenging you to do something different for the rest of the 30-day program. But I'd love, I'd love for you to say, hey, this is something I can do for the rest of my life. Maybe you'll be like Jack and you can leave something specific out. You're going to get rid of the soft drinks. Maybe there's some other food, calorically dense food, It may seem very precious to you. You can't imagine how you could live without it. That may be the very food you need to leave off. So think about those things. But focus on long-term habits, not just doing something for a few weeks. That's really the ideal. Uh, Point number four, exercise daily. Sound familiar? In our first week, we talked about moving more. If you're not already on a daily exercise program like I challenge you to do, that's something to take up. Here's one last one that we'll look at in this presentation. Number six, it's eat breakfast, 
and don't snack. Don't snack. You know, a lot of people say to me, hey, hey, but I, I heard that if you eat seven small meals a day, you know, if you're just grazing, you're gonna, you're gonna be like one of those lean animals in the wild. Unfortunately, the medical research doesn't show that. Uh, what the research shows is, on average, the more frequently you eat, the more you weigh. So cut back to three uh, meals a day. Some people even do better with two. And really, don't eat between meals. Well, those are some pointers. Hopefully, those will give you some ideas on things you can do to ramp up your efforts to, to lose a few of those pounds. And if you didn't realize it, both diabetes and high blood pressure are very sensitive to changes in weight. Losing 5 or 10 pounds can make a big difference with your blood sugar and your blood pressure. Hopefully, you're measuring your numbers and that you'll see some benefit just from day number 15 and my challenge to trim down. We've got more coming up. Join me again tomorrow. I'm Dr. DeRose. I promised you before we wound up this show that I would share with you day number 30. And it's really a challenge to go on this journey with someone else. Presumably, you'd already been on the 30-day journey. It's the last day. But hey, you've listened to this radio show. So you've already been on kind of a sample of the journey. This Day number 30 is challenging you to take this information, share it with someone else, do something else for the next month. I think it's a great way to close the show. Take a listen. Well, you've made it. Here we are at day 30, final day of our program, 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. I'm Dr. David DeRose. I'm so glad you've stuck with it to this point. And our last presentation is called Sign Up for a Marathon. Now, if you just looked at the title, you said, wow, is this guy wanting me to run 26 miles? Well, there might be some value in that. Well, there might be some problems with it, too, just depending on who you are. But my goal has nothing to do with you signing up for any kind of athletic event. Sign up for a marathon brings me back years ago to one of my very favorite stories when it comes to lifestyle change. It took place many years ago. I was a physician at a residential lifestyle change program. And there was a fellow that came to us. He wanted to lower his triglycerides. That's a form of blood fat that increases your risk from everything to serious abdominal problems like pancreatitis to uh, cardiovascular diseases. So this fellow, we'll call him Jerry, had come to our facility, came for many miles, uh, spent a lot of money to go through this a live-in program for more than a couple of weeks, and he was really looking to see his triglycerides come down as a result of his lifestyle changes. When his final blood work came back and he sat down with his physician, who uh, maybe uh, fortunately was not me, his physician had the unenviable task of mentioning to him that his triglycerides had actually not gone down. I think they'd actually gone up a little bit. And you can imagine what Jerry, Jerry, as I heard the story, he stormed out of that exam room and was basically ready to pack his bags and just leave right then. Somehow his physician was able to get his attention and get him to slow down just long enough to plead with him to stick with the lifestyle program, not to give up, but to continue the program and see what happens. Well, to Jerry's credit, he did it. And he came back some months later. He had his triglycerides rechecked and they had improved dramatically. So at first, it didn't look like there was much movement in the numbers. In fact, maybe going the wrong direction. But when Jerry stuck with that program over a number of months, his triglycerides came into line. I tell you the story on the last day of our program, perhaps for an obvious reason. 
Maybe I'll give you a little bit more context. We've got people throughout the country and even outside the country that are using our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, as well as some of the videos we've been talking about. There's four videos that actually complement the book, and people use these, uh, these videos and books in community programs. So we've got the one on spiritual health you've heard me talk about. We've got the one changing bad habits for good. We've got listening to the buffalo. All those are used in the series. And then uh, kind of the cornerstone of the series is reversing hypertension naturally. So these are all presentations that I either give alone um, or in the case of the spiritual health one with one of my co-authors, Dr. Greg Steinke. And here's my point. People are using these resources, not just individually, but in community groups, and they'll send me results. And I'll look through the results. I'm thinking of a group from Canada that used our, our program. They sent me the results of people who went through the program. On average, it's something like a 15 or 20 point drop in systolic blood pressure over the course of, of 30 days or, you know, give or take. Some will run the program in, in four weeks or six or eight weeks. But, but here's my point. As I look through that list, there's some people whose numbers didn't move much. And the question always comes, who's better off? The person whose numbers dropped dramatically, quickly, or the person whose numbers didn't change much, but maybe they've got to be like Jerry and stick with the program for another month or two to see the full benefits. You know, sometimes I think the people that have to work at it harder are less likely to slip back. You know, the folks in the world that say, oh, wow, I read Dr. DeRose's book. My blood pressure dropped 30 points. I can do that anytime. Go back to my old lifestyle. I watch these videos. Hey, my blood pressure came down 20 points. My blood sugars are down 100 points every morning. Hey, I could do that anytime. Go back to my normal lifestyle and then do DeRose's 30-day program ah, in a year or two whenever I feel like it. That's really not the message. The message is sign up for a marathon. Yes, the deal was do this for 30 days, but I want you to think in terms of what's going to be different for the rest of your life, okay? Think about that question and make a commitment to doing something different long-term. Well, that is all for today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Hopefully today's show has helped you connect with some powerful resources. That's right. They're all on my YouTube channel, Simply Compass Health Consulting. You can find the playlist, 30 Days to Natural Diabetes and High Blood Pressure Control. If that's too hard to find, simply go to my website, compasshealth.net. Go to the resource section. Choose Help for High Blood Pressure. Just scroll down past an image of our book, and you will see videos, free videos, 30 of them to help you really get a handle on your blood sugar and your blood pressure. Well, for all of us at American Indian and Alaska Native Living, I'm Dr. David DeRose wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.